Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hey there, welcome to today's episode, uh, which is a different take on insecurity. And the inspiration for this, I was chatting to somebody recently, um, and I could see from their facial reaction that they were a little bit surprised when I was saying, oh yeah, I had an insecure moment. And I was describing a situation where I genuinely felt insecure for a little bit. And I could see they were surprised. I said, hey, listen, you know, don't be fooled. Everybody has insecure moments. I suppose I just don't have a problem telling you, and I don't, I don't have a problem that I do have them the best that I know. And this is maybe one of the uh, valuable things that I received from working with great people uh, and people in all different types of fields um, is that you realize, oh, it's a universal thing. We all feel insecure, yet we think nobody else does, or there are very few people do. And today I just want to give you a slightly different take on it. Um, and maybe we'll end up kind of saying, uh, maybe educating you a little bit more about, well, how is it created? Maybe that's why I take I don't take it as seriously anymore because I'm very clear that I'm the one creating it from the inner side of me. Now, what I find fascinating myself is that it doesn't matter how much money you have, how famous you are, how successful you are in whatever field you are, whether that's sport or business or entertainment or tiddlywinks or making cakes or whatever. Um, more people than you think suffer from insecurity. And that's okay. I mean, we're, we're human. I think that maybe the, the problem with it is that it doesn't feel good. And also, if it becomes chronic where it stops you from living, from stops you from taking right action, then that's, that's a problem. That's not good. Um, and so maybe the key point I want to say today is that, from my perspective, anyway, what I see for myself in my own life and with my clients is that you don't have to believe your insecure thinking. It's a choice. Now, for most people, I think the feeling of insecurity kind of comes and goes. Um, and it, when it comes, it does change your perception. It changes how you feel. And because of that, then it changes your experience of how you are with people or how you are in a certain situation or circumstance. And I think most people have certain areas or even people that make them in their head feel more insecure. So, for example, a common might be public speaking. Oh, no, even thinking about that makes me feel insecure. But when I get to talk to people, and because I realized that when I was doing it myself in different contexts, I'll always ask people, once they calm down, is, okay, what are you thinking or what were you thinking? And you realize then that insecurity has many disguises. The obvious one might be around something like shyness or being timid or being intimidated. But actually... I, from what I see, insecurity is also at the core of competitiveness, um, attention-seeking, actually aggressiveness as well. Um, you know, so insecurity isn't just about being in any way timid. So maybe that's just to expand our definition of it. And as I said earlier on, all insecurity comes from what's going on on the inner side of you, not the outer. So it's not about people, really. 
it's not about circumstances, it's not about situations. Yet most people go, oh no, I don't like to be with that person or that group because I feel intimidated, which is insecure. Um, or circumstances like public speaking or speaking in front of a group instead of speaking one-to-one or maybe vice versa. Um, or maybe it's just, I don't know, it could be any situation. Like, what's yours? I think if everybody's honest with themselves, they'll always say, okay, actually, yeah, no, I have felt insecure and I can. I just don't want to admit it. Um, the thing I want to point to today is that what I'm saying is this is really important. No insecurity comes from outside you. It all comes from inside you, which means it comes from your reaction to what's going on or where you are or who you're dealing with or what you're trying to do. Your reaction that it means that it's coming from your thinking because how you feel, which determines your behavior, how you feel comes from your thinking, directly related to your thinking. And the other element then is that I suppose from my perspective, when you're kind of looking at the inner world of what's going on inside you, uh, part of that inner world, you have an ego. And all insecurity comes from the ego. The ego is the one that wants to look great, look a certain way, maybe be number one, be the best. I remember dealing with somebody who's in the coaching field, and it's not unusual either. You kind of get this quite a bit, and I have been guilty of it myself in the past. Hopefully not so much now, but you never know. Shane's ego is still there. Um, but dealing with people who are in the coach profession who just, when you get into it, they say, no, I just need to be number one. Why? Shane, I just need to be the best. Yeah, but why? Because that's, you, you meant to be, because I need, I need to be the best. And, <laughs> and to be repeated the same answer. But when you get down to it, really, most of the time, it will come down to underneath it all. They just didn't feel like they were good enough. Now, it would take a long time for somebody to even admit that or see it themselves because they might not even realize it. So insecurity is a funny thing. And I think when you're secure, the opposite, what you generally, how I recognize it, just is a really strong, calm, um, holistic, almost loving feeling. Um, it, it, there's a natural confidence that comes with, that comes with that. Um, you're very much inclusive. You know, you welcome other people's opinion. You share the stage with others. It's not just all about you. That doesn't really come into it when you're genuinely secure. Because I know a lot of confident people, a lot of confident people would say, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really insecure, I'm very secure. When we get into it, it's maybe redefining what insecurity means. Um, a story comes to mind where I was, I'll often talk about business people, but today I'll use a sporting story where I was helping, I was asked to help a golfer. And they came to me because, uh, in their words, they were saying that they were having a problem with choking. And, and choking in golf is not a good thing. It's where you get into kind of the end of the competition, pressure situation, and you choke under the pressure, as in you start to underperform uh, at levels below your own talent. And this person was explaining to me where they would just get insecure, they would feel intimidated coming into the last two or three holes, or if they were playing against certain people, certain players, where before they'd been intimidated, they'd, they'd kind of get into their head, overthink things, feel bad, then feel bad about feeling bad, which is the key point. Feeling bad about feeling bad. Yeah, I've done that one. That's a common mistake. And we were just chatting and talking about it. I was educating him about, look, obviously golf, it's a very technical sport, huge amount of skill, a lot of commitment and practice. And there's very fine margins between winning and losing. But at the top level, it's really all mental. It's all inner. And we're chatting about how he was creating his insecurity and these feelings inside himself, which kind of blew his mind. Blew his mind. 
And this guy uh, wasn't a professional, but he was a, he was a top amateur, uh, would have represented his country. Uh, really nice guy, but really talented. And so obviously you're trying to help somebody to just express themselves with whatever ability they have. And so we kind of come up with different, I was explaining the kind of this was how I would see the, the principles of how the inner game works in a golfing context, but also in any context. And he saw the direct relationship between how he was feeling and the attention he was given to his thinking. And also how he's kind of beating himself up about feeling insecure because he was underperforming. So we kind of removed that and kind of just made it less serious. So much so that he kind of just accepted it. The feeling came in, he kind of was, oh, I'll just let it pass like a cloud because it will pass if you just let it pass. If you kind of get wound up about it, it does tend to hang around. And there was one game in particular where he was up against a player who kind of deliberately would try to intimidate him and others. And what was interesting was when he came up to this guy, my client, and tried to intimidate him, uh, my client just started laughing, which threw the guy and actually weirdly made him insecure <laughs> and the other guy underperformed. It wasn't deliberate, but it kind of happened because afterwards I was, and I'm sorry, my client won the, won the game. He won and actually it made um, national news because of the way he won it. And he was seen as somebody, as the journalist wrote, somebody who just was incredible under pressure. Very interesting turnaround, just by changing how he saw the world inside. And afterwards, when I was asked about, well, why did you laugh? He said, it's weird. He said, when the guy came up to go through his intimidation that he's done to me before, I just realized something that he, the guy was insecure, which was the only reason he was trying to intimidate me, because he was afraid I was going to beat him, which made me laugh because I realized, oh, he's already lost because he thinks I'm going to beat him. And then I did. So it's a funny one. So that's an example of somebody who seems out there confident trying to intimidate the loud person who actually underneath it all is actually insecure. And it's funny because people do react to their thinking. We, we do it all the time. We get cut out with our thinking all the time. We live in a world of thought as humans. And thought is amazing. As I've expressed over many podcasts here, it's amazing. We can create great lives and businesses if we understand how to control it, manage it, lead it. Um, the problem with something like insecurity is that, and thought in general, if it's bad feeling, is that people believe they're thinking too much. For me, I guess maybe I'm lucky, and that's what I'm trying to share with you today, perhaps a different angle. Maybe you might see it slightly differently from this today. If you do, it would be great. Um, but I just don't care if I feel insecure. If it happens, I go, oh, that's fine. Most of the time. <laughs> but also, I tend to kind of laugh at myself a lot quicker now. Um, I used to take myself way too seriously before. And I think that comes into it too, is just realizing that, hey, I am human. I can get cut out. And just to realize, oh, okay, Grant, it's just me. It's just my weird, insecure thinking. Let's just laugh at myself. Better to laugh at myself anyway than have other people do it. For, get in there first, right? <laughs> so for me, it's more of a like, it's a like curiosity about how I think things like that. So, I think overall, the way I'd see it, two main modes is insecure or there's secure. The secure one is definitely more natural. It's when I'm kind of relaxed, confident. It's just a natural ease to it. Almost there's a flow to it. But then we will have this inner pollution, this inner thinking that's not good for us in terms of how we feel. I kind of would see that as pollution. And that can disrupt us every now and again. And um, a lot of it's based on stuff that's, hap that's happened to us in the past, perhaps as kids in particular during the formative years, 
But who cares? The thing I want to know now is I just don't have to believe it. And I think to know that is incredibly useful, incredibly powerful. I know it is because I've seen it change people's lives in huge ways, not just in sport, but in, in their relationships and their business. And just in general, just being able to uh, enjoy and be more of the person that you really are because insecurity can really shut us down. And it is it is an option to just ignore that insecure thinking and at least maybe be more open to the fact that it might be there influencing you, making you live less and perform at a lower level than perhaps you deserve. So a few questions for you. When was the last time you felt insecure? In the broadest definition of the word. And maybe you could just lightly consider that and look at it with a little bit of curiosity as to what was going on really there, really. And what about observing yourself today? And just see if there's any element of it. I'm not saying to kind of get paranoid about it, but just observe yourself lightly and just see, okay, where might it be coming in? Because generally there's tension or stress or bad feelings with underneath it all this insecure feeling. And if it is there or when you find it, what if you just kind of curiously looked at it, but also if you had that feeling, just decided to be okay with it, um, not to take it too heavy or too seriously. And maybe every now and again, just laugh at yourself. Uh, so to close it out, from my perspective anyway, what I see is that the issue isn't having insecure thoughts or insecure feelings. The issue is believing them, believing those thoughts. That's it for this week. Ciao for now. <laughs>